Welcome back to Gilly's Podcast. It's been a while since we've talked, which means we will need a little bit of review. Following the Revolutionary War, the Articles of Confederation were no longer working for the 13 states. In 1787, the Constitutional Convention met and created a new constitution to solve the problems that arose with the Articles of Confederation. After the Constitutional Convention, nine out of the 13 states had to ratify or accept the new constitution. Now, we can assume that not everyone agreed about the ratification of this new constitution. Today, we will be discussing the people that supported and opposed the ratification of the Constitution. In order to help explain the supporters and opponents of the ratification of the Constitution, I will be quoting sections of an article written by Caitlin Sills for the Bill of Rights Institute. The link to the full article will be in the description of the podcast. Okay, so one of the greatest debates in American history was over the ratification of the Constitution. Those who supported the Constitution and a stronger national republic or government were known as Federalists. Those who opposed the ratification of the Constitution in favor of small, localized governments were known as Anti-Federalists. Both the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists were concerned with the preservation of liberty or freedoms. However, They disagreed over whether or not a strong national government would persevere or eventually destroy the liberty of the American people. Let's dig deeper into the historical context surrounding Anti-Federalists. The Anti-Federalists were not as organized as the Federalists. However, they did unite in their objection or disapproval to the Constitution as it was proposed for ratification in 1787. The Anti-Federalists argued against the expansion of national power. They favored small, localized governments with limited national authority, as was exercised under the Articles of Confederation. Therefore, only a confederacy of the individual states could protect the nation's liberty and freedom. Another, and perhaps their most well-known concern, was over the lack of a Bill of Rights. Most Anti-Federalists feared that without a Bill of Rights, the Constitution would not be able to sufficiently protect the rights of the individuals and the states. It was this concern that ultimately led to the passing of the Bill of Rights as a condition for ratification in New York, Virginia, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and North Carolina. To summarize, the position of the Anti-Federalists, they feared a strong central government. They thought that the national government would become too powerful and it would not protect the rights of the people. What about the historical context surrounding the Federalists? The Federalists, primarily led by Alexander Hamilton, James Madison, and John Jay, believed that establishing a large national government was not only possible, but necessary to create a more perfect union. This would improve the relationship among the states. Federalists claimed that a strong national republic would better preserve the individual liberties of the people. 
By extending the reach of the Republic, individual and minority rights would be better protected from infringement by a majority. The Federalists also wanted to preserve the power and structure of the states. To do so, they advocated for a federal government with specific delegated powers. Anything not delegated to the federal government would be reserved to the people and the states. Ultimately, their goal was to preserve the principle of government by consent. By building a government upon a foundation of popular sovereignty, which is the want of the people, without sacrificing the sovereignty of the states, legitimacy of the new government could be secured. To summarize all that, the position of the Federalists was that they wanted a strong central government to protect the rights of all people. In addition, they believed any powers not directly given to the federal government belonged to the people and the states. Both the Federalists and Anti-Federalists wrote many articles trying to persuade people to support their side of the argument. Their articles were published in newspapers across the states. These papers ultimately led to the ratification of the Constitution and the addition of the Bill of Rights to the Constitution. So what do you think? Would you have been a Federalist or an Anti-Federalist? Think about that until next time on Gilly's Podcast.